We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome everybody to the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizzapia, and I am flying solo today on Friday, August 4th. Let's get into it. Let's get to the action and let's get some daily fantasy on. All right, let's start with the pitchers. Now, no shortage of cash game options tonight. All right, you got Jacob deGrom going up against Yu Darvish, making his Dodgers debut. Both of them are in play. You got James Paxson, who's been on a spectacular roll, finally getting back to where everybody wanted Paxson to be after that injury. They had that little blip on the radar. At least it seems like that's all it was for now. So Paxson's been brilliant. Then you got Madison Baumgartner, who's also starting to come around of late as well. He's at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. So let's break them down for you. These top four cash game options. So DeGrom's the highest here at 10,500, followed by Bumgarner, then Paxson at 10,100, you Darvish at 93. To me, they're all viable options. It's tough because you got Darvish and DeGrom going against each other, which means that one of you is going to be right, <laughs> whichever way you go and decide to go back and forth on that. Now, there is a significant savings here from DeGrom to Darvish. Uh, I think DeGrom is probably the safer play in terms of you know every start what he's been giving you, whereas you Darvish has had some issues up and down this year. Uh, there's been some great starts and some not-so-great starts, so there's a little bit more risk involved. I think there's less risk with DeGrom, so paying up for him is fine. To tell you the truth, I'd rather take both those guys out of the equation in cash games tonight just for that sheer instance of them going against each other. You don't know how that's going to really work out there, and I do think Darvish will be very good in the National League, but... Bumgarner, Paxton, these are the two that I want to focus on. Now, Paxton's on the road. He's in Kansas City, though, against a Kansas City team that's definitely played better in the last month and change. So that's something to keep in mind. His opponent is Jason Hamill, not exactly striking fear into the hearts of many. And then he got Madison Bumgarner at home, as I mentioned, against the Diamondbacks and rookie Anthony Banda. To me, although Banda has had some good moments in the minor leagues, this is where where I'm going for sure. I mean, if for no other reason, I think Bumgarner is just going to outlast Banda 
even though we expect him to pitch much, much better anyway. The last outing against the Dodgers was good. Seven strikeouts, just five hits in seven innings. That's the Bumgarner we know. I understand the Giants' offense has struggled, but against a AAA pitcher in Banda, they should be able to put together something. I mean, at least three runs, something to help Mr. Bumgarner. Now, if you'd rather go the Paxton route, I got no problem with that. I think either of them are options. Either are in play today, but the DeGrom-Darvish situation, I think I would just stay away from because it does become a pick when you got two great pitchers going against each other. Uh, let's go down to the cash games, and as you continue to go down the names on this list here, the one that I want to talk about first is Kevin Gossman, and I know that sounds like a terrifying idea. You're saying, Kevin Gossman? Are you crazy, Joe? Have you lost your mind? Yes. Yes, I have, but Kevin Gossman has pitched much better of late. In fact, if you go and you look at the month of July for Kevin Gossman, He's at a 3.63 ERA over those six starts. He has 45 strikeouts in just 34 innings. And that's really what I wanted to touch on. That K per nine rate has gone up every single month from April to May to June to July. So it's gone from 6 to 6.8 K per nine to 8.4 to 11.7 month to month. So 11.7 K per nine in July. That's what I'm talking about. And that's why I want to highlight Gossman. Because even though he's 8,800 and the price is starting to reflect his performance of late. I think it's important to recognize that even if Gossman does give up a couple earned runs, that strikeout rate on the uptick is worth checking out. And Detroit's got some Ks in that lineup. So that's one route for sure that I could go. Jake Faria also uh, going head-to-head. He's at home going against the Brewers, against Brandon Woodruff, making his debut this year in 2017. Faria's been terrific. I mean, Jake Faria has basically been a quality start guy. Now, the last outing against the Yankees, a little rougher. The two before that against Oakland, a little rougher. But I think at home, that's exactly where you want him to be. Uh, and let, let's face it, too, the, as great as the Brewers are, it's they're not the same offense that they are when they're in Milwaukee. So I think Gossman's a little bit safer in the GBP, a little bit more floor. You talk about Brad Peacock as well. Peacock, another guy, the strikeouts you know are going to be there. Even if he is still inefficient, he's going against Cesar Valdez and his 6.59 ERA. Uh, I think that Peacock is your classic all-or-nothing boomer bust in GPPs. That's fine, but at 8,400, I actually like Gossman's floor just a tad more. So as we continue to go down the slate here for the pitchers tonight, uh, it's about where you want to drop off and stop, except for one. Now, weather might be an issue in this game, but I want to talk about Adam Conley, who's another guy that's kind of slipping through the cracks right now. He's just 7,800. He's going against R.A. Dickey in the Braves. And he's a lefty, so you already know right off the bat there, that's that's a positive situation there with the lefty arm. And over the last couple starts for him, 46 and 48 points. Over his last 14 innings, got 12 strikeouts, just two walks. Conley's whip has been very good in the month of July, now coming into August. He's kind of the sneaky play tonight. Now, I know that might scare you because it's, it's Miami, and I know it's Conley, but... To me, that's where I would try to put that secondary lineups if you're playing uh, multiple entries tonight. I think Conley's one that you can pay up for a lot of offenses and put him in there and actually think pretty darn good about the team that you're going to put up there. All right, let's talk about some of the pitchers we want to go against. we got Bartolo Colon at home in Minnesota against Texas. As I mentioned, Anthony Banda pitching against the Giants, but the Giants offense doesn't mean too much to write home about. Maybe... You could justify the Buster Posey tonight as well. You've got Troy Scribner in play here against the Oakland A's. you got Valdez, who I mentioned earlier, against Houston. So we're going to want some Houston stacks tonight. We're going to want some Texas. I think Texas, Minnesota, even on the other side, too, with Martin Perez. You could certainly make 
that case. And of course, you got the Phillies in Colorado. So both of those teams in Colorado tonight, that will certainly come into play as well. Outside of that, you know, you got your usual lineups there that you like. You always like Boston and going against Carlos Rodon, who does have strikeout ability, but also prone to give up the home run and be inefficient at times. So you're going to get into that uh, underbelly of the bullpen. So the obvious is always Colorado. Outside of the obvious stack tonight, it's the teams that I mentioned there. I think Boston is the one that you want to keep a good eye on. Uh, I would certainly be getting some shares of uh, when you look through there. Do you want some shares of the Philly side and the other side of the Colorado game? But you also want Texas, Minnesota. I think that's where you're going to go for some alternate offense. And, of course, Houston tonight as well at home. And I know Houston's still a little banged up, but I still like the opportunities there. All right, let's start with catcher. Buster Posey, 3,300. I think you can make a case for him tonight. I'm not going with this Lou Croy, 3,200 in Colorado. I'm still waiting for him to really come around and sell me on it. Perez, I'm not going there either, which is where I usually go. Everybody who listens to the pod knows how much I love Sal Perez, but not tonight against Paxson. Sorry, Sal, you're going to have to take a seat on the bench. I do like Cameron Rupp, though, if he's starting in Colorado tonight at 3K. That's the catcher that I love the most because Rupp has shown some power and he's a couple hundred dollars cheaper than Luke Roy. So I think that's your best bet. You can go lower down there and you can punt if a Carinos or somebody like that is in the lineup with Texas. Over at first base, Paul Goldschmidt, top of the board, 43, but he's got Bumgarner tonight. Justin Smoke against Peacock at 41. Not terrible, but I think there's more options to go. Freddie Freeman against Conley, the lefty. I think I'm going to pass there as well, passing on Bellinger. So what we need to do is we need to find uh, you know some cheaper first baseman tonight because so far, if you look at the matchups, they're a little tougher. I know you got Reynolds and Tommy Joseph in Colorado, but there's going to be a lot of you know ownership on those guys. So let's talk a little bit about Brandon Woodruff and Lucas Duda. Duda at 3,800, I'm, I'm in. Let's do it. Lucas Duda starting to become the second-half version of Justin Smoke, maybe, perhaps, but a good lefty-righty matchup there for him against the young kid, and he's been on fire. And Duda, when he's hot, is usually a guy that can sustain that for quite some time. you got Edwin Encarnacion at 3,600 at home against the Yankees and against Jaime Garcia, the lefty. I think for 3600 a really good justification there as well. I'm a guy that you can get in there, and you know the power with E5 is always going to be an option. Uh, if you want to go down the cheaper end of this, Kenny's Vargas, if he's in the lineup, Hanley Ramirez, that's... Henley Ramirez at 29, in fact, against the lefty Carlos Rodon is another one that I would certainly go in on. Uh, Derek Van Riper and I were talking about Hanley starting to heat up a little bit, starting to get some multi-hit games together, also starting to walk, which I always stay in this podcast, that's what you want. Three walks in his last three games, and for Hanley, that's a big deal. It means he's seeing the ball well, taking good at bats, which is going to lead to bigger nights. So he had a good night last night. I look for him to carry that over as well. Let's go over to the other side of the diamond at third base. Third base, you got Nolan Arenado top of the board, 4700 Yes, it's pricey against Velasquez, but you know what? If you can afford it in the GPP tonight with a pitcher like Conley, you could probably get up to Arenado and make that work if you want to. Miguel Sano certainly in play as well uh, <clears throat> in Texas. Excuse me, in Minnesota against Texas and Martin Perez. Uh, I would also put Beltre absolutely in play at forty two hundred against the old man Bartolo Colon. Then you got Manny Machado against Verlander. I think there's better options there. We got Rafael Devers who's now up to thirty four hundred. So we see the Devers really making some big time. Uh, Big time jumps in salary over the last week or so, and rightfully so. The kid's been brilliant. I'm going to pass on him tonight, though, against Rodon. It's a lefty-lefty matchup. I know Devers has done everything he can ask for. Uh, he should still be in the lineup, would be my guess. 
But even so, I think there's some better routes to go. Justin Turner, 3,200, has a tough sell as well for him tonight going against Jacob deGrom. Mike Moustakis has a tough deal as well uh, going against James Paxton. So we're in another one of these nights where a lot of these prime bats that you would usually go for, uh, the Moustakises that we mentioned here, I mentioned Sal Perez, some of these bats tonight just have tough assignments. And when that happens, that's when you go up and you don't get fancy. We just mentioned some of the first base savings you got with guys like Encarnacion in the mid-3500 range. Adrian Beltre, Miguel Sano, I think these are nights where you want to pay up at third base. And if you want to pay up to the top of the board for Arenado, I can justify that. Second base, Jose Altuve, 4,200, a great play tonight uh, against uh, Toronto. You could certainly get in there and shares of him. 42, it's expensive, but not impossible. Cesar Valdez, the right-handed pitcher, but I, I look for him to, you know, last night coming off a game with a home run and a steal. He's got three steals in his last four games, so you know that Altuve is going to give you points in return on investment, even at that high salary because of the option on the board. Jonathan Scope against Verlander. Now, Scope against Verlander, I actually like a little bit more than Machado right now, just the way Scope's been swinging the bat this past month. Jose Ramirez at 39, another good option. So a lot more to get from second base than third base tonight. But if you don't want to pay, we can go down this board a little bit more. You got Robinson Cano in this one against Hamill. I think that's a very decent play here. 3,700 lefty-righty matchup is favorable. And Cano has put up double-digit points in five of his last five games. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Robbie Cano, another one of these guys when he gets hot, he stays hot for a while and he's locked in. So Cano at 37, I think probably the best value price point return. Everybody knows I love Whit Merrifield, but not tonight, not against Paxton. Going to sit all those Royals that I've been telling you to start every night for the last, oh God, I don't know how many weeks we were at here, but it's time to sit them and look for other offense. Shortstop. Francisco Lindor, top of the board. Elvis Andrews, absolutely in play at 39. A much better play, I think, than anybody in terms of return just because of that matchup you've got there against Bartolo Colon. I'd look for Andrews to be running and running and hitting the ball over the place. Gene Segura against Hamill, too. We're starting to talk about some of these stacks so far. Seattle starting to look like a little stack, mini stack from Texas as well. Some other spots where you can pair two guys together along with maybe some Colorado shares or Philly shares, depending on which way you want to go in this one. Uh, Didi Gregorius, finally, finally, 3,600. Been a couple of days where we couldn't use Didi, but he's against Trevor Bauer. So guess what? Going back on the Didi train, 3,600. I know he's been a little quiet lately, but that's okay. I'm all in on Didi Gregorius. He's had some tough pitcher matchups lately, to be honest. You know, so have the New York Yankees in general, but I think that's perfectly fine. Corey Seager's salary all the way down to 3,400 against DeGrom. It's tempting. It's tempting enough that I would do it in multiple lineups. Multiple lineups, uh, you know, you want to change something out there. You want to go with Corey Seager in one. Yeah, I know it's a tough matchup with DeGrom, but that's a pretty big savings there. So you maybe got Didi in one lineup. You got Corey Seager in the other. I think you can make the case there. I can also make the case for Brandon Crawford at 29 as a responsible punt, as we like to talk about on the program too. So certainly options there. Segura, Gregorius. Seeger, uh, all of them have ability to return investment tonight, and I think those are all really good, solid plays. All right, baseball is here, and don't get stranded on a first base without a RotoWire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month RotoWire subscription. So go to FanDuel.com/RotoWire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible, and users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com. Slash Rotowire onto the outfield. It's going to get expensive here, 
Charlie Blackman, 4,700. You know, I've been talking about Charlie Blackman heading into the season as a guy who's a first-round season-long talent. And so far, you look at the stats, eating 330, 25 home runs, 71 RBI. I mean, the guy's just lighting it up. I love him in Colorado tonight. Yes, it's super expensive, but once we go back to that Adam Conley and GPP, I think he becomes an option. I think that's a responsible one where you can get behind that price. You can get enough from Conley, and you can go out there and, and hit a pay line with that. And I think that's what you want to do. Mookie Betts at 41, another good matchup there against uh, Carlos Rodon. I think that's another way you want to go. Uh, as you continue to go down here, Nelson Cruz at 4,100. We keep going against Jason Hamill because it just feels right. Some things just feel right. They feel so good that you just want to do it. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez at 38. That's where I'm going to draw the line here with the Colorado guys. I don't quite like this investment. Now, I understand Gonzalez has been better, but at 38, I don't think there's enough of the savings where you want to put him in that lineup. Uh, I do, however, think that Blackman and Arenado, that is worth paying for. Those are the two guys. If you are going to go up to the top of the board that you can justify. As you continue to go down here, uh, some of the other names that we mentioned, Odebel Herrera, 3,500, another guy who's been red hot. You're going against Kyle Freeland. Yes, it's a lefty-lefty matchup, but that's assuming that he gets, you know, four at-bats against Freeland. No way. Maybe two, and then you get into the bullpen. That's what you want, and I think Herrera is a guy that the ownership will be down on, but he's been getting a lot of hits lately, getting a lot of points. That's what you want. Uh, Continuing to go down the board, looking for some value. Trey Mancini against Verlander. Ownership will be low, but I think there's opportunity there. Verlander can give up the home runs. We all have seen it before. So I think that's one that might be a sneaky little play here. Uh, Starting Marte's price continues to be suppressed. He's down at 3K, uh, another guy who offers some pop and some speed. And I think that's where you want to look for. But I'll tell you what, as you continue to look at the outfield right now tonight, the way things are set up, I think you can get cute in the outfield. Basically what that means is you can go and you can find guys that are hitting maybe, you know, platoon guys out there tonight. Uh, Some players where you say, okay, Hunter Renfro at 2,900. Yeah, you know what? Hunter Renfro is a guy against Devon Nova who, although Nova had a good first half, we know Hunter Renfro has some power. He's been a little quiet lately on the home run front, but that's not going to last very long. Uh, There's guys like that that I think you can take opportunities with and get productivity and go pay up in the infield because we mentioned second base, we mentioned third base. Those are spots where you might be better off paying for the bats and you can make a little bit of a, a return on investment, a little bit less to spend in the outfield today. Heck, even if a guy like Nick Williams at 33 is in the lineup today uh, against Freeland, which I doubt because of the lefty, but it's Colorado. So all hands on deck in Colorado and sometimes those lefty-lefty matchups You know, they don't always play like you think. And in a place like Colorado, you have to keep in mind, yes, that's the guy starting the game. But what are the chances of him finishing the game? Oh, I know. Zero. One more guy I want to talk about, too, against Bartolo Colon, Nomar Mazzara. I want to throw him in play, lefty-righty matchup I love. In fact, there's a lot of guys in this $3,500 range like Mazzara, like Odebel Herrera, heck, even like a Bradley Zimmer, I think that you can make a case for Corey Dickerson. You can make a case for all these guys in this $3,500 range. Solid guys up there as well. You can build a lineup like that for GPP or in cash, and you can even go up to Kevin Gossman, who I mentioned earlier. So go out there, kick some ass tonight, take names, hit pay lines. You can follow me on Twitter at JoePizzaPia17. For everybody here at Rotowire, have a great night of Daily Fantasy.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.